Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. The Steelers, who are still trying to stay alive for the postseason, they are. But for Ben, probably his last game at Heinz Field, it is. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio. The ESPN app and ESPN2. It is Chris Carlin and Harry Douglas. We are presented by Progressive Insurance, and all guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Harry, for Ben Roethlisberger, it was emotions all over the map, as you would expect. It was also a display about why it's time for him and for the Steelers to move on, but it was one of those nights where you see the emotions on the sleeve of a player realizing what, when the end has finally come for him. Yes, it was, Chris. And, and being a fan, it was a heartfelt night for fans to be able to witness that. Fans who were at the stadium, fans who were watching football. And if you're just a fan of football, period, you don't even have to be a Pittsburgh Steelers guy. But if you're a fan of football, you enjoyed last night 100%. But on the flip side of it, we did see why Big Ben, uh, this is going to be his last season. That was his last game uh, in Pittsburgh at that stadium, right? Because the vertical threat was just just wasn't there. And I think that's the most upsetting part about it because I remember Big Ben in so many different ways. So, see, I remember Big Ben from college. My freshman year, the year I redshirted, I played against Big Ben at Miami of Ohio where he was just throwing dart after dart after dart. And all I can say is who the hell is this guy throwing <laughs> these darts like this? But then he, 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 he went to the NFL – um, did rem- remarkable things as a young guy in Pittsburgh. The middle, uh, middle of his career, he did some unbelievable things. And then you see him in his t- the tail end of his career. Uh, but for, for, for me, seeing Big Ben and how I'm going to remember Big Ben is a guy who we talk about improvising, right, at the quarterback position. Not with your legs, um, not scrambling and running for touchdowns and things of that nature, but improvising in the way of breaking tackles, being hard to sack, but then scramble plays, being able to chuck it still 40, 50 yards down the football field and hit receivers and, and be able to get chunk plays of that manner. He is the true definition of a Pittsburgh Steeler. That's Ben Roethlisberger. In, in every single way, and look, it was one of those nights we're going to hear from Ben in a sec, but we want you to be a part of the show. It's Keyshawn J. Will and Max Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line, 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776, ESPN Nation, presented by Dr. Pepper. College football bowl season is here, and fans are hyped. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper the one fans deserve. Let's hear from Ben after the game last night with Lisa Salters on ESPN. You know, I didn't think I was going to take the field again, but it's the best play in football when you're an offensive player to take a knee. And so I'm glad I got to do it one last time. One last time. How do you leave this place, Ben? I don't know. With a win. I'm just so thankful for the fans, my family, obviously, and the good Lord has blessed me in so many ways. 
Uh, we still got another game. I'll be excited and ready to go for that, but this is just an awesome place. All week, you've been saying you've got to focus. You let yourself feel it, but you got to focus. At one point, at what point did you just let it all sink in? Um, probably about now. Um, just the end of it, having a chance to go back out there, just, I don't know, I'm at a loss for words. I'm just so thankful for these fans and this place. Um, there's no, no place like it. You know, it's funny, Harry. I was joking before the show with you. I'm like, Ben, could you take your helmet off for the interview? And you're like, no, 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 no. Hang on. You don't understand. Tell us about that moment for a player, especially a guy like Roethlisberger. Well, when you're in that moment, you're realizing a lot of different things. A lot of different emotions are going through your mind. You're realizing that soon this is going to be over. Uh, Being in that moment, realized that that was going to be his last time playing. Uh, in Pittsburgh, in that stadium with those fans who were so great and have been great uh, for so long for that for that organization. So the emotions um, are at, a, at an all-time high, Chris. And a lot of people are probably saying, hey, Ben, take your helmet off. But you're so emotional, man, and, and you, wanna re, you just want to be in that moment as long as possible because you know things are coming to an end. So I commend Big Ben. I thought it was the proper way. Um, he, he spoke about the best formation in football offensively. We used to call it six tight diamond. That's victory formation where you can take a knee. And shout out to Fitzpatrick uh, uh, being able to get that interception at the end so, so, so Big Ben can take that knee and, and get that salute from the crowd. But being able to go around the stadium afterwards and, and shake fans' hand and just meet his family in the tunnel, I think it was the, the perfect way to send Big Ben out of Pittsburgh. And you saw the entire time he didn't take his helmet off, even walking back to the to the tunnel with his family, hand yeah. in hand. And listen, I get it. I understand why, because it has to be incredible after, uh, what is it, 18 seasons at this point uh, in Pittsburgh. It's been absolutely a tremendous run for Big Ben. And his last regular season game with the Steelers, Going to be the hot ticket this weekend. Hot ticket brought to you by Vivid Seats, where you earn rewards with every purchase. Vivid Seats rewards your ticket to more tickets. Vivid Seats, life happens live. Then there's the other side, and the quarterback playing for the Cleveland Browns, <laughs> Baker Mayfield. And that was, what's the word I'm looking for? Bad. Bad is the word I'm looking for. Yeah. I mean, it's not all his fault. Nine sacks is absolutely absurd. To yes, put him is. in that situation. But there has been the lingering issue with his shoulder all year long. And Harry, this is exceptionally frustrating to me when I listen to Baker Mayfield after the game, and this is what he has to say about getting it fixed. I've, I've made the decision. We've had discussions um, that I, I am going to have surgery. I am going to get this shoulder fixed and, you know, be able to come back next year. Uh, at 100%. Um, so that's, that's been decided. Now, when it's happening, that has not been decided. Uh, as I alluded earlier, I don't have that answer for you regarding next week. And, you know, you heard even more frustration from him as well. And it's not about getting it fixed or when to get it fixed. But, look, he sounded like, in addition to those comments, when he says, I haven't been playing healthy all year, I think you look at me, you see me lay it on the line. Just take a look at the tape last night. Maybe I'm being harsh here, okay? If you're not healthy enough to play, don't play. 
I, I don't want to hear about it at the end of the year. If you're on the field, you're on the field. My sympathy in this situation is limited. I appreciate the fact that he goes out and is tough about it, but don't be seemingly annoyed about the criticism that you've gotten this year. Yeah, I agree with you on that. And for Baker Mayfield, I first I'll start with this. Baker Mayfield got sacked nine times last night. That's atrocious. Understanding, not understanding that T.J. Watt is on the opposite side. He had four sacks himself. Yeah. He's one of the most premier pass rushers in the game today. How do you not game plan I'm for that? I'm not sure that is, Kevin Stefanski knew that. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's, that's beyond me. But on the, on the flip side of it, Baker Mayfield, his first interception, you got Njoku right there underneath to throw the football to. Don't try to be a hero and make the hero play. Make the right play. He didn't make the right play. And since 2018, right, Baker Mayfield has the most interceptions by any quarterback in the NFL. That's 56. Like that. That's, that's bad. That's bad football. That, that tells me that you're not taking care of football. It tells me that you're not valuing the football. And it's telling me that you're not making the plays that you're supposed to make, especially being a number one pick overall in the NFL. Look, for Mayfield, I don't understand, like, what the problem is. What, and this is kind of in general, especially when you're in his situation. Why is it such an issue for you to go into your last year and play out the year? You know, you, you're going to make $18 million this coming year, and he's looking for a, a, a longer-term extension off this year. You sure you want to do that? I, well, I wouldn't. Well, to, well, tell him to look at the tape from last night, yeah. right? You have guys that are open, but he's sitting out. I'll, I'll tell you this. Some of those nine sacks may be because of Baker Mayfield just sitting there patting the hole in the football when guys are open, and he's not trusting his arm or trusting where they're going to be or trusting the offensive line, whatever it, it may have been. But – he had an opportunity to throw the ball and hit guys in times, and they got highlighted throughout the game uh, from the announcer. So you can, you can try to put it and spin it however you want to spin it, Baker Mayfield, but a lot of this is on you. It's Chris Carlin, Harry Douglas, in for Keyshawn J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Make sure you tweet us on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed. Which playoff team do you trust the least to win the Super Bowl? 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Up next, we have seen the end of Ben Roethlisberger in Pittsburgh, but have we seen the end of another star player on the football field? Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. 
Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I mean, listen. I have to admit, if that was it, it is at least an entertaining way to go, <laughs> to say the least. It's Chris Carlin, Harry Douglas, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2, of course, on your smart speaker by saying play ESPN Radio. Look, I, it was a bizarre situation the other day at MetLife Stadium with Antonio Brown. I, I just don't know how any other team could ever trust the situation. And I am, I'm sympathetic, Harry, to where Antonio Brown is with his, you know, there clearly are some things going on for him. Right. Clearly. Yeah. And I'm very sympathetic. um, And hopefully he has got an opportunity here to get some things straightened out and to get some things figured out. But there's just no excuse for what happened the other day. And I don't know if you're another NFL team, especially a contender, even if there's no risk to it, what the point is in bringing in Antonio Brown. Nope, 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 nope. And I'm saying nope because the simple fact is there's a way to handle every situation. Even if him and Bruce Arians had a disagreement or whatever it may have been, you don't do that. That's not the way you lead a football field, taking your pads off, taking your shirt off, walking shirtless across the end zone, doing jumping jacks, high-fiving people. That's not the way you do things. That's not the way you do things. That's not the way you handle your business and conduct business at all in any setting, in any workplace. That's just not the way you do it. And my thing is is that if an NFL team decides that they want to bring Antonio Brown back in, especially this year, then you telling me you don't value a lot of, lot of things in your organization. Because I know if I was a player on a team and you brought in a guy that just walked off the field during a game from another team, I'm going to feel some type of way, 100%. Because mm-hmm. now I feel like, okay, can we really even trust this guy? Because if he walk off the field playing with Tom Brady, hell, I know he'll walk off the field playing with us. Tom Brady's the greatest quarter- quarterback of all time. Tom Brady took him in well, that's- at, his, at his lowest points, and he walked off the field on that team while they were trying to come back. Tom Brady fought for him yeah. to be a part of that team. It's time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. And that's the biggest argument. For for those who want to suggest, well, a team like the Chiefs, what's the point? Well, there's no risk. Why not bring him in? If he acts up, you just cut him. No. 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 You just had no. the greatest quarterback in the history of the league fight to have the guy, let him live in his house, yep. and that's how he walks away. It, it, it's it, it's inexcusable. Listen, hey, listen. At some point, we got to pay attention to the proof in the pudding, Chris. We got we got to pay attention to all the things that have transpired over and over and over again with Antonio Brown. We, it can't be ignored. And because he's such a great athlete, and because he works so hard, sometimes those things may have gotten ignored. Now is the time that it stops. It stops now. And and I'll tell you, Harry, Bruce Arians has not taken a big enough hit here. He, he really isn't because this is the same guy that as soon as he came back yeah. because of, after the suspension said to Peter King, 
when I said one mistake, you know, in the year plus since, this has been a completely different player. This is a guy who's done all the right things and all that stuff. And a week later, this is what happens. This is how stupid yeah. he made you look that quickly. And that's why to me, Bruce Arians, anything that you would say publicly about Antonio Brown is complete and utter garbage when you look now at that and you talk now about being concerned for him. That's fine. That's fine, Bruce. What I what I saw was somebody that basically broke the law, and you said it was one strike and you're out, and now we're changing all the rules because he can play for you. Well, now he can't play for you, apparently. Yeah, turns around, uh, gets upset, takes his pad off, pads off. You have guys on his team trying to calm him down, and, and, and they're so over it to the point that where they, they took a step back because they seen it was no getting through to him. Yeah, I mean, you things see, into the stands. Yeah, yeah, walked across know. the end zone. Asked the state trooper to take him to the, to 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 the um to the airport. Now, I know a lot of people out there saying, okay, but he said he was injured and this is this the back and forth, whatever. I, I understand that, but it does, it's no excuse to act the way you act, acted like it, it's no excuse for that. It's no excuse for that. There's no place for that, and I don't condone it. And no, it's not right for you to act like that because you, you know what? There's a lot of little kids watching football games on TV as well that, 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 that are seeing these things transpire. And for some reason, these kids like to look up to athletes and entertainers. And if we keep painting these pictures for them, they're going to think it's okay for them to do these type of things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm here to say, no, it's not okay. That's not the way you conduct your business. And, and then there were some last night after Adam Schefter reported, hey, you know, by the way – they haven't officially released Antonio Brown or cut him loose altogether or say, well, maybe they're going to bring him back again. Well, take a listen to Chris Mortensen, our ESPN NFL insider on SportsCenter last night about how this is going to play out. 4 p.m. came and went today, Eastern Time, when all roster moves were, have to be made. Antonio Brown was not a designation today for the Bucks, so technically he's still on their roster. We got a hint of this in the last 24 hours when Brown's representation were claiming injury, that he had an ankle injury and that they weren't listening to him. Of course, that wasn't the Bucks were saying it. Bruce Arians reiterated that today, saying they didn't talk about an ankle injury. That wasn't the case there, and there's a process for that. You go to the trainer, go to the doctors, what have you. Off he went, so the Bucks certainly suspect that there might be an injury grievance in this, which is always about money. So on that basis, the Bucks were certainly conferring within their legal department, with their front office, conferring with the NFL Management Council, and right now we'll wait and see whether they decide to waive him tomorrow, or waive him with a designation, or put him on reserve suspended, or conduct detrimental. All those things seem to have been bounced around today. Ah, the he say, she say game. Oh, man. And you Classic. know that's exactly what Mort said. That's only about the cash. Classic, classic, classic. Uh, this has been Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. It's Chris Chris Carlin along with Harry Douglas in for Keyshawn J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. All guests join us via the Goodyear hotline. We, as always, are presented by Progressive Insurance. Up next, a little bit of controversy. I got a little bit of an issue with Harry's top five teams in the NFL. Wait until you hear who did not make the list. Mm. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast.
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. I'm sorry. It's Harry's Real Rankings today. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2, Chris Carlin, Harry Douglas. And when Harry is sitting in that chair for Keyshawn Johnson, he made sure that we all knew during the break, it's Harry's real rankings <laughs> it's his world we're all just squirrels trying to get a nut <laughs> pomegranate <laughs> harry's yeah. real rankings yeah, brought hilarious. to you by dell for your small business needs call a dell technologies <laughs> advisor today at 877 ask dell harry get to it number one Number one, right now I have in the NFL, is the Green Bay Packers. They're 12-3, and three, the best record in the NFL. They just locked up the number one seed. Everything in the playoffs in the NFC has to go through Green Bay, Lambeau Field, the frozen tundra. Also, you have that dynamic connection between Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. Not to mention, I want to bring up two defensive guys. Devon J. Campbell, leading team in tackles right now, has been great for this team. Rasul Douglas only played in 11 games, but he has five interceptions lead this team as well. So that's why they are my number one team. Number two. My number two team will be the Tennessee Titans. Yes, they currently hold the number one seed in the AFC. Now, there's no team in the National Football League that takes on the mindset of their head coach, Mike Vrabel, in the Tennessee Titans. Right now, I think a lot of people forget this stretch that the Tennessee Titans has had. They beat the Chiefs. They beat the Bills. They beat the Colts twice. They beat the Rams. They beat the Saints. They beat the 49ers. All these teams are going to the playoffs or fighting to go to the playoffs right now. That's a lot to be said. Name another team in the National Football League that has, that's had those wins this season thus far. That's why the Tennessee Titans are my number two team. Number three. 
Number three, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I will continue to say this week in and week out. As long as they have a guy named Tom Brady, who is the GOAT, the greatest of all time, they have a chance. They still have Gronk. They still have Mike Evans. They have Cameron Brake. They have O.J. Howard. They're going to get some other guys coming back for playoff time. So I still believe in this team until someone else proves me otherwise. Number four. Number four, the Kansas City Chiefs. I have the Kansas City Chiefs right here. When I look at this game that they just played against the Cincinnati Bengals, that game could have went either way. A couple uh, different defensive calls by Steve Spagnuolo, and they probably could have got a win. I also look at the simple fact that this offense only scored three points in the second half. But at the end of the day, they have that trio, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and Tyreek Hill. Number five. Number five, I have the Arizona Cardinals. And the reason why I have the Arizona Cardinals right here is because they just beat the Dallas Cowboys. And, yes, they put it all together. They were hitting on all cylinders on offense. Kyler Murray was thriving. Kyler Murray didn't turn the football over. Nobody else on offense turned the football over. The defense didn't have stupid and crazy penalties. They played lights out. Buda Baker, Isaiah Simmons played lights out football against the Dallas Cowboys. So that's why I have them as my number five team. That's my top five. Hmm. There's a lot to chew on there, my friend. First well, let's of all, talk, Chris. Let's talk. Okay. Here's the deal. Talk to me. I couldn't agree with you more on the Tennessee Titans. They're not getting <laughs> enough love. They're, they're, they're just not getting enough love. And what they have done this year, and you really encapsulated it brilliantly there, Harry, because the teams they have beaten are of such quality along the way that it has happened in such a quiet fashion the way they operate. Yeah, You don't even realize just how good they are. And I, I think that's going to work to their advantage down the stretch of the season. And they've done it all without Derrick Henry, but they may not have to do it without Derrick Henry much longer. Here's Teron Davenport, ESPN's NFL Nation, Tennessee Titans reporter. They're expecting them to be ready to go, and, and that's why it's so significant for them to, to get this, this home field advantage so they can have him out there on the natural grass. And he, he's, he worked out today, and he has uh, worked out, you know, ran on the field with, on, on cleats, you know, with, with his cleats on last week, and he's just gradually worked his way back into being able to play football. And, you know, we're talking about, what, eight weeks it's been. I believe that if they wanted him to play this 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 weekend, he could do that. He could do it, you know, and, and they expect him to be there for him in the first game of the playoffs. That's the expectation for them, whether that's the wild card round or the divisional round. All right. You played with him. Yeah. This is a foot injury. Yeah. Can Derrick Henry be Derrick Henry when he comes back? Yes, he can. Uh, and, I, and I'll tell you this, Chris. You know how we talk about Antonio Brown and how hard he works and – uh, when it comes to playing the game of football and just work ethic, mm-hmm. Derrick Henry might be better. Derrick Henry is a workaholic. He's a no-nonsense guy. He brings his hard hat and his lunch pail every day to work. All he knows is the grind. All he knows is how to work hard. So I, I believe that he can do it. And the, the Tennessee Titans getting the number one seed is very, very important because now you guaranteed first round of first round by and you get an extra week for Derek Heron to be able to come back. Uh, and then you're playing on grass. You're playing on grass until you have to reach the Super Bowl. That's very important coming from coming off a foot injury that Derek Henry has had. On the flip side, I am very surprised mm-hmm. 
that off of one win over the Cowboys, you are sliding the Arizona Cardinals into that fifth spot, given how they have played in the second half of the year. I understand what happened the other day. Just this week. Just this week right now. But still, I'm very surprised when, all right, you, you could say that about the Chiefs, and you'd be right, but we have to at least acknowledge yeah. The playmakers that the Cincinnati Bengals have, Jamar Chase and Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins, along with Joe Mixon, who, by the way, they didn't use nearly enough the other day, along with Burrow, who's playing at the level that he is. Harry, how are the Cincinnati Bengals not in the top five this week? Well, I'll tell you this. When you look at the Cincinnati Bengals, I believe they might only have one win versus a team with 10 wins. When you look at the Arizona Cardinals, they have a win against the Tennessee Titans. They have a win against the Los Angeles Rams. They have a win against the Dallas Cowboys, right? And they are 11-5 and five right now. So that's why they are at the number five spot. And when I look at the games, the three-game losing streak that they had, the only game where I, I thought the, the game really got away from them was the Detroit game, right? That, that game was just terrible across the board. The rest of those games against the, the Los Angeles Rams, it wasn't a blowout. Against, uh, I'm trying to remember who was the team before. Against the Indianapolis Colts, it wasn't a blowout, right? The only game in that three-game losing streak that was that was downhill was against the uh, Detroit Lions. But they found a way to get it done against a Cowboys team that a lot of people think highly of, or before last week, but losing to the Arizona Cardinals thought very highly of, and that's why I got them in the number five spot. Okay, the, but the Bengals. But 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 I tell you this: when you look at the Cincinnati Bengals, right? They have a guy in the top five. In four categories in the NFL, quarterback is top five in passing. The running back is number two in in in, in uh, rushing. They have a top five receiver right now, and then they have a top five in sacks in Trey Hendrickson. So that's Trey Hendrickson, Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, and Joe Burrow. So th- those are listen. They have the guys to 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 do some damage. The only thing that that, that I say about them is, can they do it consistently? Because every time we've tried to crown Cincinnati this year. What happened? They got blew out by Justin Herbert and the Los Angeles Chargers. What happened another time? They got beat by Mike White and the New York Jets, who threw for over 400 yards against them. So it's the trust factor because they may be good this week or two weeks in a row, but how are they going to be that following week? So if they're going to be so young, I want to see them do it consistently. I get it, and I think this past week you saw a team that actually handled adversity in being down 14-zip and 21-7. And – they handled success well in that they had won the game over the Ravens the week before in an unbelievable performance. I also would throw at you with the Cardinals. I mean, listen, they did lose to the Panthers 34-10 at one point. So all of that there, but, but I Chris, would slide Chris, them we, right we, We've had a lot of teams in the National Football League this year just – lose crazy games. The Titans okay, lost to the Jets I, at some point. Like all that, right, but you're that's throwing happened, them in there on certain situations. You're not on others. I'm just I'm just Well, I'm no, just I'm just saying. But, but I'm saying, right, and I'm keeping it real too. You've had a multiplicity of teams in, that's, that's in the top 10 in the National Football League lose games that they weren't supposed to lose this year. Hmm. Am I right or am I wrong? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely true. Now, Harry. Talk to me, Chris. Where are you putting the Dallas Cowboys right now? Whew. Dallas Cowboys. Let's see. I, I, my six would be, my six would be the Bengals, and mm-hmm. I'll put the Cowboys at seven. What? Yep. I I almost feel like we have to do that out of just like we're contractually obligated or something. <laughs> <laughs> because, but I, I'll tell you this: with the Dallas Cowboys, 
when they're hitting on all cylinders, they are forced to be reckoned with. The thing about it right now, we don't know where we're going to get. So that's why I don't have him in my top five. And um, then you have the, co- the, coach, the coach aspect of it, Mike McCarthy. We don't know what he's oh. going to do for this football team and how he's going to cost them uh, down the stretch. So you have all those things you've got to factor in. I mean, Mike McCarthy, it, it, it's funny. We talk about his role with the Cowboys and how bad he has been with time management. Yes. And yet you wonder moving forward, is he going to be their guy? I have no reason to think he is not going to be their guy for the long haul because of how long Jerry Jones was more than willing to ride with Jason Garrett as long as Jason Garrett is doing what he wants him to do. Well, and I'll say this. If the Dallas Cowboys go to the playoffs and they get a first-round exit and it's in a demoralizing fashion, Jerry Jones will have some thinking to do. Because now you have Kellen Moore, who a lot of people said is ascending and will be mm-hmm. a head coach at some point. You have Dan Quinn, who just turned down uh, to be interviewed for the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, recently. You have him, who have who has head coaching experience. You have two guys right there. And I, I throw another guy out there, a guy that I love, uh, Joe Witt Jr. I don't think he gets enough credit. He coaches the secondary and does a lot of their pass uh, pass game coordinating stuff defensively for, for the Dallas Cowboys. But I like Joe Witt Jr. I think he's a guy who needs an opportunity to get a head coaching job at some point somewhere. He's been doing it for a long time. He has the bloodline, the ties with his father as well. So I think he deserves an opportunity to be mentioned in some of these jobs that will be coming up after the season. All right. So with all of that in mind, Keyshawn J. Will and Max is brought to you by Liberty Mutual, Liberty Mutual Insurance. Liberty Mutual customizes your coverages so you only pay for what you need. Dan Graziano, ESPN NFL insider. He joins us right now via the Goodyear hotline. Good morning, Dan. He is here to play a little overreaction or not an overreaction. Brought to you by Goodyear playing, making the plays that move you forward. Good year, more driven. Dan, is that a cardigan? You look outstanding this morning. <laughs> I'm cozy in my home. I'm, we're, we're, we're batting down here. We're fighting off the, the virus and, uh, and, and uh, hunkered down here. So I'm, 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 I'm feeling good, feeling comfortable. I love it. All you are missing right now is a pipe and a fireplace behind you. It looks <laughs> outstanding this morning. Dan, you ready for well, a little? I don't want you know, to smoke on camera. It's got a bad example. Yeah. <laughs> You ready for a little overreaction, not an overreaction? Let's do it. Okay. We, with what we were just talking about, Mike McCarthy will not be the Cowboys head coach in 2022. Overreaction or not an overreaction? It's an overreaction. I mean, there's nothing in, in Jerry Jones's history to indicate that he's going to fire a coach after making the playoffs. I mean, not, not in his recent history, certainly. Uh, no, look, they believe in this guy, for better or for worse, is the guy they picked to coach their team uh, a couple of years ago. And overall, they feel like he's done a good job. Yeah, I, I think it's, you know, the, the, the clock management stuff is significant and, and potentially costly. But uh, big picture, the Cowboys' ownership is happy with what McCarthy's done and the tone he's set and where the franchise is. They're not going to get rid of him. Yeah, I think this is an overreaction. You look at what Mike McCarthy has been able to do with this team, or should I say the team has been able to do with Mike McCarthy. (laughs) But you look at it from that perspective, and uh, they are going to the playoffs. Now, Graz, I just said, if they have an early-round exit and it's in a demoralizing fashion, uh, they may be some talks had, but he's going to have another year. Now, next year, 
if some things don't go the uh, uh, the way they wanted to go, it may be some talks in, in those regards. But right now, I think it's an overreaction. Agreed. Agreed. I don't see him going anywhere. All right, next, Joe Burrow will win a Super Bowl championship with the Bengals. Overreaction? Not an overreaction. It's not. How can you not be excited about Joe Burrow and the way he looks right now? And when you think about picking a quarterback number one overall, what are you hoping to get? You're talking about somebody who completely transforms the way a franchise feels about itself. Not just performs on the field, which he's also helped do, but everything feels different about the Bengals right now. Remember they were in the playoffs five years in a row and they lost in the first round every year? They could lose in the first round this year, sure, but it feels like something's different there. And I think when you look at the young core around him, the connection he has with the receivers, the leadership he already shows, I think if you're a Bengals fan right now, you have every reason to dream those biggest possible dreams in the coming years. Yeah, I, get, I agree with Gross. I don't think this is an overreaction. Joe Burrow, you've seen him win a national championship in 2019 uh, with, with the LSU Tigers. You see him and Jamar, Pace, uh, Jamar Chase just copy and paste what they did at LSU with the Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> they have three guys that can go over 1,000 yards. Gross, that hasn't happened since 2008 with the Arizona Cardinals when they had Fitzgerald, Steve Breston, and Anquan Bolden. This, this, this core they have, it's special. They, they, all they got to do is to share up a few more things and I think this, this Cincinnati Bengals team is here to stay. The Titans are now the clear AFC favorites. Overreaction or not an overreaction? It's an overreaction because I don't believe there is a clear AFC favorite. I, I really don't. I think the Titans have as good a chance as anybody, especially if they get the bye, which they only need to, to beat the Texans to get, and they get Derrick Henry back, which could happen. I, I think that's going to be a scary team. But I think the Chiefs are a scary team as well. I think, obviously, Cincinnati just beat the Chiefs. You have to factor them in. I think the Colts, if they get their run game going behind Jonathan Taylor, will be a tough out. I think the AFC is crowded with strong contenders. The Titans belong in the conversation. Mike Vrabel belongs in the Coach of the Year conversation. But I don't think anyone stands out as a clear AFC favorite. I covered two Titans games this year where they turned the ball over four times and lost, even though they ran for over 200 yards. It's not like there's a flawless team out there. Yeah, I don't think this is a um I think this is an overreaction. Um I, I think you have so much parity across the NFL, especially in the AFC this year. And Garage, you just you just mentioned it. It says clear. Clear, right? Clear. That's the word that we're looking at. If you just say the Tennessee Titans are a team that can uh, make it to the Super Bowl, then I don't think anybody would, would, would argue with that. But the fact it says clear, I don't think anything is clear cut across the NFL. I say you have so much parity this year, so that's what my stand on it. Okay, we move to Green Bay. Graz, Aaron Rodgers is staying in Green Bay. Overreaction or not an overreaction? It's an overreaction. I, I think a lot of what's gone on there this year has, glossed, has helped people gloss over the issues that he brought to the table this offseason and still remain. I think it's possible he remains in Green Bay, but I don't think it's any less likely that he leaves. The contract is still a significant obstacle. Uh, he's got a $46 million cap hit for next year. If he stays, they're going to have to do something about that in order to keep him, and, and that's not an accident. He, he helped arrange it that way so he'd have some control over his fate at the end of the year. I do not think you can rule out the possibility that this run he's going on right now is his last one in Green Bay. 
Yeah, this is an overreaction because no one knows what's in the mind of Aaron Rodgers right now. And we've seen him of late just toying well, around true. with people left and right like it's no other. So I think anything is on the table when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. I think he likes this little cat and mouse game, and it's kind of motivated him to go out there and play at a high level as well. So right now I don't think it's an overreaction. Antonio Brown will never play in the NFL again. Overreaction or not, Danny? I mean, it's not an overreaction. Like, can you rule it out completely? Because, like, I, I'm, I'm a little shocked he's gotten as many chances as he already has. But at this point, the way I, – I, there's no precedent for what he did, so it's hard to really say, oh, this reminds me of – no, I, I think he's – I think he's probably done. I, I don't think it's an overreaction to say that, that no one would take a chance on him again after what happened on Sunday. I don't think this is an overreaction. He walked off the field on his team. Think about the image. That, think about that, that imagery. He walked off the football field on his team, not with his pads on and not just taking a normal walk to the locker room, but taking no, everything off. Going throwing his shoulder pads off, doing jumping jacks in the end zone, asking the state trooper to take him to the airport. Listen, I, I, I don't think he'll play in the NFL again. <laughs> I'm going off doing jumping jacks shirtless. He went to the Nets game. <laughs> <laughs> last night, Dan, was Baker Mayfield's last start in Cleveland. Overreaction, not an overreaction. I think it's an overreaction because I think there's a chance that the Browns aren't able to find a clear upgrade this offseason. They're on the hook for almost $19 million fully guaranteed dollars for Baker Mayfield next year, whether they like it or not. He, he does have the injury. There are plenty of ways they could bring this back and sell it and say, hey, he wasn't at his best. We're going to try and run it back. We still believe in him. Could they go get a Rodgers or a Russell Wilson or a Deshaun Watson? Possible. But there's a lot of teams out there that are going to try and get those guys, and not everyone is going to succeed. If the Browns don't succeed in that endeavor, assuming they even undertake it, uh, Baker Mayfield remains on their list of, of fallback options. I, I think it's an overreaction to assume he's done in Cleveland. Yeah, I think this is an overreaction as well. Um, what if no one wants to trade for Baker Mayfield? What if no one else wants him? Then wh where are you now? <laughs> Possibly. So he's going to be he's going to be there. So uh, poor Browns though, because Baker Mayfield and what he's done since he's come in the National Football League. I know last year he was decent. He was decent, but uh, I don't like it. We will continue this conversation next. Best argument for staying in Cleveland. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.